0: This weekend led the president to double down on his attacks on Hillary Clinton and his attacks on the FBI, quote, after years of Comey with the phony and dishonest Clinton investigation and more running the FBI, its reputation is in tatters, worst in history, but fear not, we will bring it back to greatness. Well, that brought this response earlier this evening on this network from one of our own analysts, former FBI agent Clint Watts. I'm more now
1: worried about our president tearing down Democratic institutions. He is an enemy of the state whenever he is pushing against the FBI in that way.
2: Whoa! Holy cow. Whoa!
1: So I'm taking in the cable news, and I do as I usually do. I take in a variety of them, MSNBC and Fox. Last night I went right back between Tucker Carlson and Brian Williams. On uh, on one channel on MSNBC, you've got an, a former FBI agent calling the president of the United States an enemy of the state, and and a whole bunch of people sitting around on a round table talking about how the president is attempting to tear down the crown jewel of American institutions that is nothing but good and righteous and always has been and always will be. And, sure. And right. over on Fox on Tucker Carlson, he's got his own former FBI agent talking about how the FBI is riddled with partisanship, and and, and certainly the Obama
2: FBI was,
1: and the political decisions that have been made through the years, and how this once former great institution is just a a shambles and a shadow it's from. And I thought, this is not good. No. This is not
2: good at all. No. Boy, there's so much there. I mean, I'm tempted to go into the, the enemy of the state quote. Because, you know, there's a hell of a difference between an enemy of the American people and the enemy of, say, a, uh, well, you know what the term statist means. It it has to do with, you know, you just, it's all about the government and the authority of the government. I think you can be a friend of the people and a quote-unquote enemy of the state at the same time. I'm not sure Trump is. I think he's stupid half the time. He shoots off his mouth. He undercuts his own purposes. I think he's a maniac. Uh, On the other hand, this FBI thing is very, very troubling Full disclosure, I have been very, very slow to go down this road, partly because I know a lot of people in the Bureau, and they are patriots. They are really, really good people who are serious about their job. And when they see wrongdoing, they don't care how anybody votes or which way they swing or, or anything like that. All they care about is enforcing the law. Really, really good people. On the other hand, you've got this... Peter Strock character, is that his first name? Yeah, it's, it's going to be well known pretty soon. Who was the uh, one of the head guys in counterintelligence at the Bureau. And this is the guy who was just booted out of his job on the Mueller commission. Over the weekend. Over the weekend, because months and months ago, in July specifically, he was discovered to have sent anti-Trump, pro-Hillary, texts to his lover who is also an fbi agent Mistress, some people so not his wife uh, correct yeah some people say uh his uh, colleague when they're trying to shed a more kind light on it and she certainly was his colleague in bed as he was sweating on top of her anyway <laughs> where was i so anyway I'd, I'd never heard this guy's name but so this guy who is booted for those texts, because Mueller was afraid it would not appear that his commission was being even-handed, et cetera, um, he was the guy. When I when I heard that, so that's the story I heard over the weekend, right?
1: He's he sent some anti-Trump, pro-Hillary texts to his mistress. Yes, and I thought, yeah, you know, I suppose you got to get rid of them when those come out, but. Let's not pretend that people don't have a point of view on these things. Well, right, and, sure. Uh, they're,
2: they're allowed to. They're just expected to
1: rise above it. B- b- but if he's super hardcore, you know, it could be a problem, but then there's more.
2: Right, right. And so, and again, this is, I'm, I'm more than willing to, I will make clear to you which parts of this I think are solid and which are wobbly or opinion. This is the guy who was in charge of handing out immunity to Hillary's aides. And he handed it out like candy. At the time, I was asking, why are you handing it out before you talk to people? You want to talk to people without immunity. You want to get something on somebody. You want to you know, figure out who's, who's really... It just seemed really premature and weird. But then he was in charge of talking to Huma Abedin and uh, Cheryl Mills, both of whom seemed to have misled the FBI on a couple of points. Now, maybe they're not big enough points to want to prosecute them, but they weren't hassled at all. This is the same guy who then questioned Hillary. And Hillary appeared to be highly disingenuous. Now, I don't think she was under oath. Well, no, I know she was not under oath when she went to talk to the FBI. Um, But then this is the same guy who changed the wording of Comey's report from grossly negligent which is the specific language in the statute dealing with national secrets. If you are grossly negligent, you're guilty of a crime. He changed the wording in Comey's report from grossly negligent to um, extremely irresponsible. I found that
1: interesting. Or extremely just, careless. I found that interesting just on its own. Uh, a guy made that decision because right. that's a decision between she's a criminal or not.
2: Right, exactly. And it's essentially the same phrase But one invokes the statute and one doesn't. Now, maybe, maybe that's completely appropriate. But all those things put together. And then this is the guy who interviews Michael Flynn. And somehow ends up getting him to plead out to making a false statement to a federal official, which I have. uh, That's right. I didn't ask for that tape. But Trey Gowdy, who is a smart guy, former prosecutor and straight shooter. He said, listen. If you get somebody for making a false statement to a federal law enforcement officer, that's the bottom of the barrel. That's like the lowest thing you can charge them with to get them to cooperate. And he'd be interested to know why Flynn agreed to that. There are a couple of different explanations. But but that ain't much. But he was the guy who got Flynn in an attempt to flip him. Um, And now this same guy has been sacked for what seems to be Uh, highly, well, indisputable dislike of Trump and like of Hillary. Now, could he still be a guy who rises above that and does his job like a real pro? it could be. But I tell you what, it's looking weirder and weirder. Well, and you have the uh, vast
1: majority of people in Mueller's teams are uh, donators to the uh, Democratic Party.
2: Right. And um, I know a hell of a lot of feds, and a lot of them swing to the right. A lot of them are conservatives. So it's odd that his team would be that stacked. Now, some of y'all are just leaping to the conclusion that the FBI is in the pocket of the Mitch McConnell and the, and the uh, anti-American union and the John Birch, or whatever. Um, I, I'm not willing to go there as quickly as y'all are, but it's it's troubling.
1: Well, you have you have the reality of it, but then you've got the perception. So if you've got two cable news channels and one has former FBI agents saying the president is an enemy of the state and you have an other the other cable news channel, which has more viewers even, saying the FBI is riddled with with partisans who are out to get a Republican president, that's not good for the country. No. At all. And I'm not sure there's any coming back from that. Once people get in their heads that the FBI is a political organization, it could take generations to turn that around.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a huge perception that the IRS is now, or at least was under Obama. And, and you know, the guy who's, uh, was it McCabe, is he the number two guy at the FBI at this point? Is the guy whose wife got uh, $700,000 from the DNC to run for office? Blah, blah, blah. It's just it's not good. It is not healthy.
1: Yeah, and and as usual, I haven't seen anybody on MSNBC covering the story of this FBI agent. I mean, this is a, a legitimate news story. Oh yeah. Mueller kicked a guy off his team. Because the he lead guy the lead guy off his team right. in the Russian investigation because he was sending out texts that were anti-Trump, kicked him off his team. I haven't seen that on MSNBC anywhere. Not on Brian Williams' show. Not on Morning Joe. I haven't seen him even mention it. Now that's a legitimate news story. Sure, Fox is going crazy
2: with it. Of right. course. Yeah. Um,
1: that, which that's which a makes
2: MSNBC want to. <laughs> makes them not want to do it all the more. I didn't finish my
1: thought. So MSNBC's not covering that legitimate story about the FBI at all. They're going huge with the president blasting the FBI over the weekend, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, which which is a legitimate story also. I think he went overboard, yeah. That is a legitimate story, also. But they, they they show the 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 texts of the president talking about the FBI being in tatters and a, uh, a corrupt organization, everything like that. And then they give these long speeches, like I saw yesterday about uh, the FBI when after nine eleven they rallied around the country and worked so hard to try to save us from Bin Laden. I mean, just really went over the top with this whole FBI wow. is all that is good and great in America all the time. Uh, uh, uh all day long on MSNBC I mean it was crazy without ever mentioning by the way the lead guy on Mueller's team just got kicked off for being a partisan yeah you got to throw that in there
2: yeah that's amazing well as I've said several times lately they're selling commercials not truth they want to get you know rally the folks around I mean I, it's...
1: I just th- I just think we're going we're we're going over a cliff here yeah and I don't know how you don't go over the cliff. Because a lot of this stuff is true. The president did attack the FBI in a way that just ain't good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got FBI yeah, agents what, doing got, stuff that's not good.
2: Yeah, you have to love your country enough to say, all right, we're going to soft pedal this. We're going to keep it quiet. We're going to go inside, and we are going to lay waste to anybody who's detracting from the purpose of the FBI, who is hurting the the, moral, the ethics of the FBI. We've got to do it in a way that doesn't destroy faith in the institution, but we will be utterly merciless to anybody who is destroying the good faith of the institution, if you know what I mean. The president instead went grandstand and started shouting about how it's, how it's just, well, essentially a piece of crap. And that's just, that is so dangerous. That is such a bad idea. And I'm Mr. Transparency, but you have to understand, I mean, politics enter into this, and you can clean house quietly and clean it with merciless efficiency without attempting to, to sully people's perceptions, because that's important. It matters. So
1: if news organizations aren't going to cover the story of Mueller kicking a dude out for being a partisan— um, that, I think that, that grows the feeling that there's something uh, dishonest going on here. Uh, sure, 100%. And so when the FBI comes back with the report, if they come back with the report with all kinds of examples of how Trump was working with Putin to beat Hillary, and, I mean, clearly the sort of stuff that we don't want to tolerate, you're going to have a big chunk of the country that says, I don't believe that, I don't believe the FBI. And they'll have a decent reason to not believe the FBI. Sure. Because some bad things have happened that the, the media is not covering. So they have a reason to doubt the FBI and the media's
2: coverage of it. Sure.
1: I mean, we're sowing the seeds of our own destruction so clearly to me.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And then you're going to have an impeachment proceeding, perhaps with real stuff. I don't think so, but I'm just laying this out as a possibility. Real stuff against a, somebody who did something really wrong, and you'll have a bunch of the country that won't believe the media or the, or the FBI. Right. That's, that's tough. And then, so where are you with the politics of it? The Politicians are going to do what their constituents want to stay in office. Right, it's 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 ugly. That's an ugly scenario.
2: Well, yeah, it is. It is. It is. I mean, you got so many layers to this because you have plenty of websites and and radio shows and whatever that will pitch anything that supports a certain narrative, um, and and if it makes you a lot of money, to hell with the country, which I find disgusting. Um, but you know, I, I listened to a a whole documentary on the PizzaGate thing, and how various media figures knew all along it was fake, but it was such a great storyline, they went ahead and pitched it hard. And a lot of y'all believed it. You know, I'm not going to lecture you. I'm, you know, I'm, I got my own foibles. But um, the level of cynicism is just amazing to me.
1: This text, the lead FBI agent was brought on because he was a partisan. It just wasn't supposed to come out. Was he? I don't know. Could be.
2: I would believe anything alleged against Loretta Lynch, including, you know, she's a vampire. I I think the woman is utterly a moral and a partisan hack. Eric Holder was a very, very smart partisan hack, but I thought he was a hack. So could crazy things have filtered down? Yeah. Yeah. Not crazy. Partisan. Unjustifiable. Political. Yes, it's possible.
1: And that sucks. What's this guy's name? Strzok? He was He's like the Forrest Gump of this whole Clinton-Trump-Russia thing.
2: My Zelig, if you will. He's everywhere.
1: He shows up at all the key moments. And they all went one direction. Right. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. 415-295-KFTC. Boy, the ABC News Department got a chewing out from their president yesterday. Did you hear about that? Holy cow. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: I read that CVS
1: will buy the healthcare company Aetna for about $69 billion. It's so much money that they have to wait for a manager to come press a button on the self-checkout machine.
3: You know, dying out. Uh.
1: I wonder what that's going to look like. I've read a bunch of different stuff on this. Yeah, I, don't know. I it, don't know. It could really, really change the way we
2: go to the doctor. Hell, maybe for the better. I don't know. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, I w- I, I would,
2: I'm skeptical, but uh, we'll see.
1: Yeah, I hope for the better.
2: I think the DOJ will step in. Speaking of which, one final note, the one thing that's really troubling to me is uh, the Department of Justice and the FBI are stonewalling Congress. They will not respond to what appear to be legitimate requests for documents. They just won't give them to them. They don't say why they shouldn't or why they can't. They just don't respond for months and months and months. And we are a day or two away from Congress declaring the Federal Bureau of Investigation to be in contempt of Congress. Which is a hell of a thing. More on that later. <clears throat> Very... Coming
1: up, what? top baby names. Oh, good. That... I don't I don't know why I always uh, perk up my ears and listen to that. You name kids a couple of times in your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and many of you never. So why would anybody pay attention? I've
2: already named my kids. I'm not having any more.
1: For some reason, I'm interested.
2: Stay mm. tuned. Mm-hmm. So, very briefly, we're asking you to donate to the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, and we're going to talk to a very special guest in about 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Um, We want you to know what it is, basically. Warrior Foundation Freedom Station assists four main groups of warriors, the seriously injured returning home from war with immediate medical and emotional needs, those suffering from post-traumatic stress or traumatic brain injury, Those undergoing physical or occupational therapy and transitioning warriors who've been medically retired and remain in the community but are really at risk. They've been beat up, and and they're trying to start their lives as young men suddenly out of the military, often with medical problems or PTS. Uh, and to serve this last group in particular, they pioneered a new approach, Open Freedom Station. It's a unique transitional housing facility that provides injured warriors with acclamation time, guidance, and resources to successfully make the transition to their civilian life. All done by all volunteers no salaries, no money wasted. It's an incredibly efficient charity, and they're doing God's work and Patriots' work, and we want you to support them as much as you can. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. There's a big banner. You can't miss it. Armstrongandgettyradio.com.
1: Goal for the week is $300,000. We're off to a heck of a good start. Do we want to do a total? We want to know where we are?
2: Yeah, huh? I, I want to crush that 300 ger and and really help build another freedom station if we can do it.
1: Well, for a lot of you we are introducing a brand new charity this year and right. we thought it might take a while for you to grasp the concept, you know, and really and really get to you with, "Oh, okay, I get what they do. Yeah, I want to
2: get." Oh, yeah, before we get to the total, the other thing we really 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 want to do is those folks we were just describing to you who are patriots and warriors and heroes and and often Beat up young men and women. We want to fly them home to be with mom and dad for Christmas and their little brother and sister, or or their wife and ch- children, as they're rehabbing and the rest of it. We want to fly all these guys and gals home. So that's another thing your donation is going to go to. Drum roll. We're currently at forty five
1: thousand nine hundred fifty dollars. All
2: right. To start, it's a solid, solid start. Forty six
1: grand. I'd say that's a pretty good start. Yeah. But we got to get to three hundred. You got to raise a lot of money. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Got to kick high. Daily, daily, daily. Hey, and don't forget, go to smile.amazon.com. So part of your purchases goes to the donation. Ask your company about matching. Hmm.
1: Armstrong and GettyRadio.com if you want to learn more about uh, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station or just donate and it doesn't take very long. What's coming up in your news? Marshall Phillips. I got an update on the wind-driven wildfires raking Southern California. We've got demonstrators hitting the streets and
0: lawsuits hitting the courts, battling over President Trump's move to cut the size of national monuments. Oh,
2: that's a tempest in a teapot. Marshall,
0: I and can't believe you're following falling. Take two. I can't believe you're falling for the liberal narrative. I want to hear about it and science discovers why people stay in bad relationships could be biology coming up minutes from now armstrong and getty
1: also i'll give you a hint on the top boys and girls name number one boy name in the country this year muhammad for girls muhammad what both what it's not a hint you just told us i don't think he's yes.
0: telling us the truth
1: <laughs> well it's not entirely accurate <laughs> marshall's news on the way on the armstrong and getty show Giant ad in USA today today, Marshall. Budweiser paid for a jeez, yes. What would it cost for this giant fold out multi-page ad that they put on the outside for their no,
2: new Prohibition beer. What? Are you familiar yes, with this? Look at this. I don't I don't know. I don't need that I n- <laughs> know that I need another uh, Budweiser.
1: Budweiser 1933 Repeal Reserve. Okay? To celebrate the end of Prohibition on December 5th, 1933. It's the anniversary today. I'll drink to that. Yeah. And so now they're rolling out their new beer. That's one of the craziest experiments in our nation's history, wasn't oh, it, Prohibition? Yeah. 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 How yeah. nutty was that? Whoops. Let's go.
2: <laughs> oh, and it's probably worth observing that during Prohibition, they're drinking like crazy in D.C. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Please, effortlessly. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Now
0: that massive Thomas fire continuing to spread rapidly across Ventura County, north of LA. Over 31,000 acres burned, 0% containment right now. Uh, 27,000 people evacuated. You got more than 150 homes and businesses burned. Homes are gone. You know, so crazy. The fire driven by raging Santa Ana winds gusting up to 60 miles an hour. The winds expected to stay strong throughout the day. And we got this information just coming in. Plagued by sexual misconduct allegations. Longtime representative John Conyers has announced his retirement. He will not run again. And he is endorsed his son to replace him in Congress. No, oh, not his nephew or whatever the other relative God. was,
2: because it's got to be his
0: relative. So
1: he yeah. has the seat for fifty years, then his son takes over. Well, it's yeah, nice. gonna be
0: it's gonna be very interesting because uh, his nephew, Congressman Ian Conyers, also is announcing his plan to run for his uh, uncle's seat. Well will get his wife, his daughter, and his uh, his uncle in there too. Who cares? John Conyers saying he is confident in his legacy despite the continuing allegations your, against
1: him. Your, your, your legacy is as a uh, a groper and a corrupt official and everything that's wrong with uh, machine politics. Exactly. And by the your way... your
2: wife's a convicted felon, bribe-taker, please.
1: While everybody's decrying, and I think appropriately to me, the Republicans, for standing by Roy yeah. Moore, the Democrats, Nancy Pelosi stood by Conyers... Right up to the moment that his accuser came forward with her actual face and story on the Today Show. And then Nancy realized she had to pull the plug. But she was going to stick with him. He's an icon, remember, she said on Meet the Press two weeks ago?
2: Right, and I remember the name. Well, I I re-looked it up. Uh, James Clyburn, the uh, great uh, leading light of the Democrat Party, uh, said that it was racism, the attacks on John Conyers, um, uh, until it was pointed out that, one or more of the woman accusers yes. are women of color. Yes. Right? Yes. So we, yeah, you know, fake charges of racism, the last uh, refuge of scoundrels. We've
0: got a, clo- a coalition of Native American tribes and environmental groups suing now to block President Trump's decision to dramatically cut the size of two national monuments in Utah. Trump making that announcement yesterday. Some people think that the natural resources of Utah should be controlled by a small handful of very distant bureaucrats. And guess what? They're wrong. State Republicans have been urging Trump to reverse the protections of Bare Ears and Grand Staircase Escalante National Monuments, which they considered to be overly broad and said closed off the areas to energy development and other access.
2: Well, it's just uh, the, the lefties and environmentalists, and I consider myself an environmentalist, are going absolutely crazy over the uh, Obama designated them last year, and the statute says they're supposed to be as small as possible to accomplish the federal purpose. And the Bears Ears is 1.3 million acres. It's vast. The federal government owns most of the land in Utah, which is just crazy. Got a coalition of
0: five tribes, though, arguing in their suit that the law only gives presidents the ability to create a national monument, not the ability to downsize one. And only Congress has the ability to downsize a monument. So anyway, those suits are heading to court. And science has come up with the reason why so many people stay in bad relationships. We all know they're unhealthy, so again, why do so many people stick around? A new study in the journal Hormones and Behavior found it's the love hormone oxytocin that makes people stick around. Researchers found that partners who felt their significant other was distant and disengaged released more of that chemical compared to partners who felt cared and respected.
1: I'm I'm confused. So your body, you're feeling distant and disengaged. Your body releases that hormone, and then what happens?
0: And then, well, that that keeps the attraction going. Like to make Uh, up for it? Yeah, the bad. Yeah, the bad behavior sets off this chemical, and you go, and it makes you desire the person who is
2: distant and not treating you very well. Wow, that's interesting. It's like a try harder chemical.
1: That would lead me to believe, from an anthropological standpoint, that uh, our uh, our species, survival of the fittest believes that the uh, staying together is uh,
2: best for the whole thing. Well, right. maybe from a deep anthropological point of view, it's, you know, hanging together through the rough times. Yeah, exactly. Which sometimes, you know, it's, uh, maybe it overdoes it, and you really ought to dump their useless heinie. But uh, I don't know.
0: There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, C. Armstrong Getty Show, the voice of
1: the West. Um, I was going to hit you with the top boys and girls' names we not have time for that or do we have time for that do we have to take a break now i don't remember what time we're supposed to break
2: uh, you'd have to rush through it because we have a special guest
1: coming okay. up uh we're gonna talk to a marine uh purple heart recipient pts or pd ptsd whatever you want to call it and um He's benefited from Warrior Foundation and Freedom Station. So I'm going to oh, talk yeah, to him in a him. beautiful Come on. way. Yep. And you're going to want to give money when you hear this story, and we're glad for that. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Text line, which is four one five two nine five kftc Far more troubling than shrinking our national parks in Utah is our president pronouncing it Utah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was going to let that go. <laughs> and uh, also,
1: here's some irony for you. Native American tribes supporting the government's taking of land. <sighs> wow. That's a pretty good one. Well played, my friend. And it is out within the last hour. The naked Randy Travis DUI tape. Oh, Lord.
2: Which we'll break down for you. So if you're looking for that sort of thing, you can get it now. Yeah. Super. So we are begging, pleading, requesting, asking you to donate to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, an amazing organization that assists our warriors when they need it the most, whether it's physical or emotional injuries, traumatic brain injury, transitioning to civilian life, etc., um all volunteer incredibly careful with your donated dollars uh we absolutely love this organization and uh we're excited to be talking to sergeant christopher gibson uh united states marine corps retired uh we'll tell you more about uh christopher as we chat with him oh uh, welcome sir how are you
3: doing well how are you thanks for having
2: me oh it's our pleasure is chris okay or do people generally call you christopher
3: uh, yeah chris is just fine
2: all right terrific so uh, we
3: understand you're medically retired from the Corps. Is that right? Yes, sir. After uh, nine years of service, um, you know, deemed unfit to continue due to some injuries.
2: Uh, traumatic brain injury among them, as I understand?
3: Uh, yeah, PTSD and uh, traumatic brain injury as well.
2: And, and so uh, my understanding is that Freedom Station was actually full Um, And you didn't live at Freedom Station, but why don't you tell us about your relationship and and what they did for you?
3: Uh, Yeah, so I didn't, I wasn't able to to live there for, you know, one reason or another, Uh, but I did, you know, live around the block from them. And, uh, you know, what they, you know, provided for me was, uh, you know, a a new family. Um, And, you know, with that family being able to do some recreational activities uh, that I, that I was accustomed to before the Marine Corps, um, where this fishing and hunting and, uh, you know, the new sport of golf, um, being able to make connections inside of those activities, uh, just getting out of my own head. Um, and then, you know, those, those friendships and connections through there, um, yeah, just helped me grow as a, as a person outside of the Marine Corps, um, and built some, you know, amazing bonds with, uh, service members alike,
2: you know it's funny it's impossible to get a marine to complain uh chris <laughs> you tell the truth now you're you're feeling pretty damn down um toward the end of your service and when you're medically retired is that accurate
3: oh yeah yeah there was uh you know many many dark days um and not not too sure what the next day would bring um you know just sitting all by my my lonesome um you know thinking some of the the worst possibilities uh you know you can imagine and just yeah not uh, not too many things you know you, you really want to go back and you know live on just because they're you know the darkest days of, of my time
1: well you can probably understand i mean the, the the homelessness rate and the suicide rate that we've got going on currently with veterans is just ridiculously high so i'm sure you can understand where that comes from
3: absolutely yeah i mean it's uh, the mind does crazy things to, you. and um, you know when you feel like you're all alone and uh, you know it's like no no one to turn to or no one's listening. Um, and that's when like Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, you know, and Sandy, you know, kind of came to the rescue and uh, you know put me in the, the the right shoes to to walk a better life.
1: I, I've heard this over and over again, and we've talked to a bunch of you guys who have who've, who've benefited from Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, and and just talking to my own brother that those of you who have have had the life experience you've had, you just, for whatever reason, I guess we're just built this way, you don't want to or can't talk to people who haven't had those experiences. Mm-hmm. And so then when you're around others who have, then you finally get a chance to talk to someone.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really hard to relate, um, you know, some of the experiences that, you know, myself and uh, service members alike have gone through and um you know, when you speak to someone that has no clue or hasn't, you know, stepped in those shoes, it's, it's, you know, somewhat frustrating to just, you know, go to a psychologist and talk to them because, you know, they give you the book answer of what you should do, but, you know, that doesn't work, you know, every time. And, you know, the studies of this stuff is so new that when you are hanging out and, you know, socializing with guys that have, you know, walked down the same alleys with you, it, uh, you know, it's, it's good to to talk about it and, you know, kind of reflect on it and then, you know, find a new mission in life together to, you know, to proceed and, you know, focus on instead of, you know, focusing on the past and the things you can't change.
1: I- I'm glad you brought that up. Some of this stuff is so new. Actually, the, the stuff that's happening to soldiers is not new at all. It's been around for thousands of years. But the recognizing right. of it is completely new. And people at uh, Warrior Foundation, at Freedom Station, this is the first place I've ever been where people are seriously treating PTS like any other injury. And, uh, and you got to experience that also?
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sure did. Um, yeah, just uh, the connections and, the, you know, where the VA and the, the government um, can't do things because their hands are tied for whatever reasons. You know, War Foundation Freedom Station bridges that gap where, you know, going to a chiropractor or, you know, other appointments, you know, you got to wait forever, you know, call, call calling the warrior foundation. Like, you know, this is what I'm dealing with. And, you know, I can't see this person forever long. They they have a, you know, a vast, uh, vast resources that you can, that they can tap into and just like, here, here's this number, call them. They they're volunteering their efforts in whatever area it is. And um, you know, the, steer you in the right direction
2: well you know with all due respect to the marine corps and its uniqueness sandy and the whole crew at warrior foundation freedom station remind me of like a civilian marine corps they just will not be defeated they will not take no for an answer <laughs> like you're talking about yeah we'll I find see. you a chiropractor chris yeah, yeah. it's amazing
3: very so, persistent organization
2: right right and i see that you joined up when you were 17 you know i've got three kids uh early 20s slash late teens and, you know, getting out of the house and becoming, uh, you know, an independent adult and joining the civilian world is hard enough for for really everybody. But for you in the course, since you were 17 with traumatic brain injury and the PTS and the rest of it, I mean, that's just a bitch. Pardon me. Um, and I just <laughs> uh, and I just I find it outrageous. It doesn't matter which war you study that a civilian population would send guys off to fight. And then no matter what they endure, just say, okay, now you're out, go live your life. And it's just, it's ignorant, it's naive, it's uncaring, and it's stupid from my point of view. And um, I'm just really glad that Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is doing what they're doing for y'all. So God bless them.
3: Yes, sir. I mean, uh, I, you know, I thank them every time I get a chance.
2: Chris, Chris Gibson, retired United States Marine Corps. Chris, great to talk to you. Uh, word has reached me. So, maybe you, maybe somebody thinks you could whoop my ass on a golf course. I'd, I'd love to put that theory to a test sometime. It'd be an honor.
3: I'm there whenever you want to.
2: <laughs> All right, very good. Chris, great to talk to you, man. Thank you so much.
3: You as well. Thanks for what you guys are doing.
2: Oh, yeah, our pleasure. And, and we'll see you on Friday, I think, during the Radiothon.
1: Freedom Station, one of the few places in America that are recognizing pts as a as a as a real significant battle injury
2: right and there are a bunch of people there who understand you know there's a reason they say you have to work through something and they don't say you just got to get beyond it forget about it you have to work through these things and to be surrounded with guys who who understand what chris was talking about is just it's it's a I was going to say it's an invaluable resource. It's the sort of resource that can mean the difference between not only success and failure, but life and death for these guys that we owe so much to. And it's all done by volunteers. Nobody's getting a salary. Nobody's making money. There's not a dime wasted. They don't spend 40% of their budget on fundraising. They're miraculously efficient at Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. So give now as generously as you can. Go to Radio dot com. It's a little redirect. It'll get you to the donation page. If you can afford ten bucks, great, fabulous. Thank you. If you can afford ten thousand, make it happen. You will never regret the money you gave.
1: Uh, yeah, more info on the organization and how to give at armstrongandgettyradio.com. dot com. We'll hit you with the total a little bit. The goal for the week is three hundred grand. We're in about 47 right now, so we're going to hit you with a total when we get more. Somebody's job other than me needs to look at the naked Randy Travis DUI tape that just came out on oh, a full report. What Sean, that me? Sean <laughs> that's you. Oh, man. In- <laughs> Hell, great. <laughs> Interesting way to make a living, isn't it? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.